thank you to Mantisly for sponsoring tonight's episode. You can go to mantisleep.com and use the code MELLY for 10% off your order. Mantisleep is on a mission to make sure that you unlock your full potential by getting quality sleep. They've done this by creating innovative sleep masks and sleep accessories that give you control over your rest. But these aren't your average masks. With soft, breathable material, Mantisleep has created a sleek, modern mask with comfort, durability, and style in mind. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the ASMR Garden. My name is Melly, and I'm so excited that you're all here with me this evening, that I can be here with you, and hopefully each and every one of you is doing well, you're feeling well. Yeah, I'm, I'm just so happy to be here for another Sunday. Tonight, we are going to be doing another personality quiz episode. We are actually doing two separate quizzes. One is called the Four Tendencies Quiz, and the other is called the Big Five Personality Test. So, if you would like to join, if you want to pull up your laptop or your phone, we can take the quiz together. While you're pulling that up, I'm going to just be talking a little bit, doing a little, you know, intro ramble, as always. If you are new here, I'm so happy to introduce you to the ASMR garden and just ASMR in itself. So before we get into any talk about quizzes, I just wanted to give a few thank yous, a few shout outs, a few announcements as well. The first thank you is of course to Mantisleep for sponsoring today's episode. I'm always so lucky that I get to work with such an amazing brand. Thank you, thank you, thank you to them. Also, a big, big thank you to those of you who suggested that I do some more personality quizzes. There was a few of you who mentioned that in my Instagram inbox, so thank you so much. Lastly, thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you who listens, who reaches out, however you support the show, however you support me. I'm just so thankful. As always, I'm working on my Patreon. The only thing there is left for me to do is to edit the content that I have for October, so uh, you should be getting a link soon. And if you head over to my Instagram, I have the price points, the things that you're going to be able to get if you sign on as a Patreon. And I did some drawings, so if you want to see my attempt at a catchy little diagram that I hand drew and then watercolor painted, then head over to my Instagram, and that should be up today if you're listening on Sunday the 20th. If you haven't settled in already, I suggest that you begin to do so now because I want to begin on these quizzes. I will see you after the little interlude of music that plays. 
Hello. So, the four tendencies quiz and the big five personality test. Previously, I've done the Enneagram, which I think I'm a six. What else have we done? I think I took the 16, uh, it's like 16 something personality. But I've taken many personality quizzes in the past. And these are some newer ones, ones that I have never heard of. I don't like to look at the questions beforehand. I really like, I really like to work out the questions real time with each of you so we can all kind of think through our, you know, our answers. But the reason that I do these quizzes, number one, of course, they're fun, entertaining, but most importantly, we can learn a lot about taking these quizzes and uh, learn a lot about ourselves. How do we cope with things? How do we react to things? Um, the Four Tendencies quiz asks us uh, whether we're an upholder, a questioner, an obliger, or a rebel. Um, so, you know, it kind of puts you into these smaller categories that kind of explain and I think, of course, with quizzes, we take everything with a grain of salt, too, because we are so much more complex than what just one quiz can, you know, be able to explain. But it does give us an insight, gives us a little bit of a, a, a look into ourselves. And I think when we stop and take quizzes like these, I think uh, it's another form of just self-care and taking the time to quiet ourselves. I definitely don't think these quizzes are as effective if we do them when we're busy, when we're kind of distracted and we're not focused. So I think doing this as a podcast episode, it really works because we can take our time. You know, a quiz that takes three to five minutes, um, we can kind of take a little bit longer on that. So that's what I like. Um, I've got some grapes here. So, hopefully that's okay. <laughs> I was doing a little grape dance while I ate that. We'll do grape breaks. Maybe after we've answered a really hard question. So, if you do not like the sound of eating you know, you just happen to not like grapes and the sound that they make, you can skip ahead and I won't be munching into the mic the whole time. Of course, we're going to go in chronological order. We're going to start with the four tendencies, of course. I could never start with five. That's, no. I do think uh, that the four tendencies quiz is maybe a little more in depth than the big five, so it doesn't matter. We're just going to go by the titles here. The Four Tendencies quiz and book was created and written by Gretchen Rubin, and I'm going to read what it says here on the website. By asking the one simple question, how do I respond to expectations? We gain exciting insight into ourselves, and when we know how other people respond to expectations, we understand them far more effectively as well. We all face two kinds of expectations. Outer expectations and inner expectations. 
Our response to expectations determines our tendency, that is, whether we fit into the category of upholder, questioner, obliger, or rebel. We can make better decisions, meet deadlines, meet our promises to ourselves, suffer less stress, and engage more deeply with others. Just by knowing our tendency, the quiz is short, it's free, and it poses questions to identify your tendency. It takes about 10 minutes to complete, and the answers are confidential. More than 3 million people have taken it. So, what are we going to do? We are going to take the quiz. Click instructions. Because it's always important to kind of see how everything is set up. Consider the following scenarios. Obviously, you might not find yourself in these situations, and you might not react exactly as suggested. Choose the answer that sounds like the kind of thing you'd most likely say, do, or think. Choose the answer that seems most generally true for you. Try not to search for exceptions to the rule or focus on one specific area of your life. First question. So exciting. Have you kept a New Year's resolution where you weren't accountable to anyone? A resolution like drinking more water or keeping a journal? Interesting. So, a New Year's resolution where you weren't accountable to anyone. These are the options we can pick from. I'm good at keeping New Year's resolutions, even ones that no one knows about but me. Sure, I'm good at keeping resolutions, but I make them whenever the time seems right. I wouldn't make I wouldn't wait for the new year. January 1st is an arbitrary date. Or, I've had trouble with that kind of resolution, so I'm not inclined to make one, whether at the new year or any time. When I'm only helping myself, I often struggle. Or, no, I hate to bind myself in any way. I would say that, in general, I am not a new year's resolution type of person. I did have a New Year's resolution um, about two or three years ago, and I just challenged myself to really watch what I said um, when it involved age. I just really wanted to curb any ageist thoughts. Then maybe I would make a comment just that wasn't uplifting. I told myself, This year, we're going to focus on changing our attitude towards age, hating the idea that I was getting older, and just more self-love for myself, love for any person. This is not me patting myself on the back. Honestly, I needed to be more aware of the way I was thinking about age, and it was a good way for me to hold myself accountable. And being like, this is something I think you struggle with. So let's change your attitude. Answer is sure. I'm good at keeping resolutions, but I make them whenever the time seems right. I don't think I did a New Year's resolution since then. But I think I think maybe 2021 is gonna need is gonna need a new resolution for sure. What statement best describes your view about your commitments to yourself. The options here are, 
I make a commitment to myself only if I'm convinced that it'll really make good sense to do it. Or, if someone else is holding me accountable for my commitments, I'll meet them. But if no one knows except me, I struggle. Or, I bind myself as little as possible. I take my commitments to myself as seriously as my commitments to other people. I really like these options. Commitments are really hard. I think for some of us, we go into our commitments full, like fully loving the ideas, the plans that we're making, um, wholeheartedly wanting to fulfill the commitment. But I think there's always a struggle that happens within some of us where it's like, I don't know where I'm going to be mentally when the commitment you know, date comes. Um, I think that's always an unfortunate part of commitments, but um, if I could hold every commitment 100%, you know, and just fulfill each commitment that I make, I, I would do that 100%. But I'm definitely going to say, if someone else is holding me accountable for my commitments, I'll meet them. But if no one knows except me, I struggle. I think that's a really good way to say it. I don't necessarily fail at the commitment, but it takes me a little bit longer to get there. So I'm happy with that answer. So let's move on. Next scenario. At times, we feel frustrated by ourselves. Are you most likely to feel frustrated because my constant need for information exhausts me or... As soon as someone expects me to do something, I don't want to do it. Or, I can take time for other people, but I can't take time for myself. Or lastly, I can't take a break from my usual habits or violate the rules, even if I want to. I've definitely sat here thinking about this question for a little bit. And, yeah, I think all of these things could frustrate me, but maybe... The most, the thing that frustrates me the most is, is definitely that I can't take a break from my usual habits and I definitely have a hard time, you know, violating the rules and I think that means maybe in a few different ways. Uh, I definitely am a rule follower and it gives me extreme anxiety when I feel like people are breaking them and it's definitely frustrating because I do want to be a little more on the edge out there so I think that's something that frustrates me. We didn't spend as much time on this one but I think sometimes the questions that are asked this would be a middle of the road question if that makes sense. Next. When you formed a healthy habit in the past what helped you stick to it? Our options are I'm pretty good at sticking to habits even when no one else cares, doing a lot of research and customization about why and how I might keep that habit. Number three, I could stick to a good habit only when I was answerable to someone else. Or lastly, usually I don't choose to bind myself in advance to a particular course of action. I'm really loving the usually I don't choose to bind myself I think bind is a great 
uh, it gives me a great visual to how I think sometimes we do actually, um, you know, put ourselves in situations where we are completely handcuffed <laughs> to something, um, whether we want to or not. So, I think what has helped me in the past is definitely into research. Research, research, research. You know, it's it's almost as if, you know, we're going off of how other people got through things and it makes us feel less alone and gives us some some direction to go into. If people complain about your behavior, you'd be least surprised to hear them say, our first option is, you stick to good habits, ones that matter only to you, even when it's inconvenient for someone else, or you ask too many questions, or you're good at taking the time when others ask you to do something, but you're not good at taking time for yourself, or you only do what you want to do when you want to do it. <clears throat> I would say the very last option is what my family would tell tell me <laughs> but I think I can at least rule out that the first one is is not applicable I'm not great at sticking to good habits maybe good at sticking to habits if something is inconvenient for someone else I do tend to feel bad I don't ask too many questions I guess we'll go with you only do what you want to when you want to do it we'll go with that because I don't really resonate with the other ones We'll see. Maybe this throws me off. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a great break. Um, we're on question six, so. I'm eating purple grapes or red grapes. Uh, we do not have green grapes in this house. Okay. Question six. Which description suits you best? Disciplined, sometimes, even when it doesn't make sense, or asks necessary questions, or puts others, clients, family, neighbors, coworkers first, or refuses to be bossed by others. I wish I could say that I'm disciplined or that I ask necessary questions. Or that I would put people first, and I really do think that I do. Um, definitely my clients, families, probably not neighbors. Co-workers, yes, of course. But I think what describes me best and is definitely to be refusing to be bossed by others. I 100% believe that you should always be nice, be kind, but do not be disrespected. And I don't want to say that you should disrespect other people when they also disrespect you, but refusing to be bossed around by others, you can simply do that by using, you know, de-escalation techniques, by walking away. It's so important to stand up for yourself while, you know, obviously keeping your composure and making sure that you're in a safe place. So that's my only advice. Be respected. You deserve respect. 
it was something I needed to learn uh, when I was younger and I was bossed around by so many people and when I started to stand up for myself people would say that I was disrespectful but it was just that I wasn't allowing them to disrespect me and they thought that that was wrong (laughs) so weird huh so let's click that and call it a day and move on to question oh it's not a question it's step seven of eight it's set up into three columns and about five or six rows and so we're going to answer whether we tend to agree neutral or we tend to disagree we're just gonna rapid fire answer them people get frustrated with me because if they ask me to do something i'm less likely to do it i'll disagree i respond really well to being asked uh, to do something or ask for help just need to be asked and i'm usually happy to do it i do what i think makes the most sense according to my judgment even if that means ignoring the rules or other people's expectations I'm going to have to unfortunately click neutral because I don't want to, but I agree with the first part. The second part, again, I cannot really ignore rules. I've tried. So we're going to go neutral, but I would suggest if you can answer this with a disagree or an agree, go ahead and do that. Next, commitments to others should never be broken, but commitments to myself can be broken. I'm going to disagree. I think commitments to others can be broken. Um, I think it's not something that is a a good habit, as we've been discussing. But sometimes it's okay. It's okay to, to break commitments. And commitments to yourself shouldn't just be broken just because they're to yourself. Like we talk about, um, you know, we also deserve to keep ourselves accountable and to do good for ourselves so don't break those commitments just because it's for yourself sometimes i won't do something i want to do because someone wants me to do it i'm disagreeing that would never be my reason (laughs) some people do that i do know people my brother my younger brother but he's a gemini Um, I've sometimes described myself as a people pleaser. I didn't want to pick neutral, but I think, I think sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I think definitely when it comes to my podcast, I want to make you all as happy as possible. But you can't always, you can't always please everybody, so. Next question, and the final one on this step. I don't mind breaking rules or violating convention. I often enjoy it, or disagreeing, and we're moving on, because we are. Right, step eight of eight is to find out your tendency, get instant access to your detailed report, go ahead. Let's get our results. So, can everybody guess what my tendency is? Upholder, questioner, obliger, or rebel? I'm very shocked, and I always am. I think I usually am. (laughs) My tendency is rebel. I would have never picked this one, would have never guessed, but let's read what, um, we'll read what rebel means, but first let's, let's talk what the other three are, just in case you got a different answer, or a different tendency, which I'm sure you did. 
According to your answers, your dominant tendency is rebel. The four tendencies framework describes how we respond to expectations. We all face two kinds of expectations, outer expectations and inner expectations, like we talked about. So the upholder meets outer expectations as well as inner. I do what others expect of me and what I expect of myself. The questioner resists outer expectations, but meets inner. I do what I think is best according to my judgment. If it doesn't make sense, I won't do it. That was probably the one I most assumed I would get, but I did not. The obliger meets outer, but resists inner. I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let down myself. And the rebel resists outer and resists inner expectations. I do what I want in my own way. If you try to make me do something, even if I try to make myself do something, I'm less likely to do it. I think the quote is a little inaccurate of how I feel, my attitude towards things, but reading what the rebel is, some of it I can relate to. Rebels resist all expectations. They choose to act with a sense of choice, of freedom. Rebels wake up and think, what do I want to do today? We place a high value on authenticity and self-determination and bring an unshackled spirit to what they do. We work towards our own goals in our own ways and we refuse to do what we're supposed to do. It's important to remember that rebels can do anything they choose to do, and they seek to live up to their own identity and their own values. Rebels aren't persuaded by an argument such as, people are counting on you, you said you'd do it, your brother will be upset. That's true. I'm not persuaded by that. (laughs) Rebels resist control, even self-control, and usually enjoy flouting rules and expectations. I don't enjoy This goes on and on about what a rebel is, and I'm sure if you took this quiz, it would go on and on about what your tendency is, and that's always good. I love more information, and you can even download the report, and you can have it to show to your friends, your family, however. All right, I think we've spent a good and decent amount of time on the four tendencies we're going to transition into the big five personality test. And I think we're going to go a little quicker with this one. I really took my time on what was supposed to take 10 minutes, took us about 40. I probably edited this down a little bit, but my gosh, I had a lot more great breaks. There was a lot of time that I was just sitting here waiting for an airplane to pass or a, like a motorcycle. So, I've had a bunch of grapes, and I'm really ready for this big five. You can find that on openpsychometrics.org. I'm going to leave all these links in the show notes, but you can, you know, type in big five personality test. You'll find it. This measures the big five personality traits using the IPIP big five factor markers. I don't know what that means, but 
This test consists of 50 items that you must rate on how true they are about you on a five-point scale, <laughs> where one equals disagree, three equals neutral, and five equals agree. It takes most people three to eight minutes to complete. We're just going to go down the list, and we're going to disagree, neutral, or agree. I have choices in between disagree and neutral, and neutral and agree. Let's go ahead and and just take this assessment real quick. I am the life of the party. I'm going to uh, neutral. I have no interest in being the life of the party, just to make sure everybody's having fun equally. I feel little concern for others. Oh, disagree. I am always prepared. Oh, disagree. We'll do medium disagree. I get stressed out easily. Agree. I have a rich vocabulary. Um, medium agree, but maybe I do. Oh my god, a bird. Oh. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> uh, but I forget most of the words that I know. I don't talk a lot. Mm. Medium disagree. I leave my belongings around. Oh, I am interested in people. Uh, agree. I guess. I am relaxed most of the time. Disagree. I have difficulty understanding abstract ideas. Um, neutral. I insult people. Definitely disagree. I don't do that. Um, I feel comfortable around people. Medium disagree. I pay attention to details. Agree. I worry about things. Agree. I have a vivid imagination. Agree. I keep in the background. Absolutely. I sympathize with others' feelings. I would do medium agree. I think a lot of people struggle with, with sympathy, but definitely say, I try my best. I make a mess of things. Agree. I seldom feel blue. We'll disagree. <laughs> I am not interested in abstract ideas. Disagree. I think abstract is great. I am not interested in other people's problems. I will medium disagree. Sometimes it's not my business. So, I get chores done right away. I am easily disturbed. Ah, neutral. I think I, I think sometimes I'm okay. Sometimes I'm not. I have excellent ideas. Mm. Neutral. <laughs> Some are bad. I have little to say. Disagree. I always have too much. I have a soft heart. Aw, I'd like to think so. I'll medium agree. I often forget to put things back in their proper place. Yes, always. I get upset easily. Sometimes I do, and I'm going to medium agree. I do not have a good imagination. Disagree. We already answered that. I talk to a lot of different people at parties. I'm going to disagree. I don't go to parties, um, especially now, but in the past, I just always knew everybody who's at the party because they're just small my friends 
so yeah wouldn't count i am not really interested in others i'll medium disagree sometimes i'm not interested i'll medium disagree on that i like order i'll medium agree are you all tired of me saying this i change my mood a lot yes i am quick to understand things neutral sometimes i don't like to draw attention to myself agree i take time out for others of course i shrink my i sh- shirk my duties shirk should i know that neglect okay i maybe i should go back and change the one about a rich vocabulary i shirk my duties yes sometimes medium agree <laughs> oh we'll do uh, uh, yeah medium agree i have frequent mood swings um agree <laughs> i don't mind being the center of attention i do mind actually so uh, disagree i feel others emotions oh definitely i follow a schedule um medium disagree i get irritated easily um it depends but i'll do uh i'll do medium agree we'll be honest i spend time reflecting on things agree i'm quiet around strangers agree i make people feel at ease yes i love to do that i am exacting in my work medium agree i often feel blue oh, not often but medium amount depends I'm full of ideas, yes. Whether they're good or bad, who knows. Alright, so you have completed the personality test. Just a few optional questions before your results. Were your answers accurate and can they be used in our research? Yes, why not? Would you be willing to answer a few more questions for our research? I'm gonna say no, just for the time crunch. So, my result summary, uh, let's see here, it comes out as a table, so we've got factors 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, of course. Factor number 1 is extroversion, factor number 2 is emotional stability, factor number 3 is agreeableness, factor number 4 is conscientiousness, and factor number 5 is intellect and imagination. There is a a raw score and a score percentile for factor number one or extroversion individuals who score high are outgoing and social and individuals who score low tend to be shut-ins so depending on how you scored there you'll know i guess i'm kind of i'm you know not a total shut-in but i like to stay to myself i think factor number two is labeled as emotional stability it's often referred to as like negative emotionality factor number three is labeled as agreeableness a person high in agreeableness is friendly and optimistic i score pretty high in that factor four is labeled conscientiousness individuals who score high are careful and diligent low scores are impulsive and disorganized oh i scored kind of middle of the road i would say it's pretty low and i am kind of disorganized 
So N factor number five um, is labeled as intellect or imagination. People who score low tend to be traditional and conventional, but I definitely scored high, so there we go. So this was a fun little quiz just to go through. The answers are not as in-depth, but that's okay. Um, I think you can, you know, research all of this on your own and kind of find your own more in-depth information like I always am. So that is all that I have for you today. I really hope that you enjoyed us just sitting down, having some great breaks, having, speaking of a great break, let's have one to signify the end of this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you learned something about yourself. Maybe you learned something about me. Whatever it is, I'm just so excited that we could spend this little time together. But before we go, we've got one more thing. Amanda Sleep was so kind and sent me a mask to try for myself, and I did. The first thing I noticed was just how soft the fabric was, and when I put it on, there was absolutely no light coming through, like promised. My favorite part is that there are two comfy eye cushions hollowed out so I can open my eyes while wearing the mask with no pressure on my lashes. I don't say this lightly, but since I've worn the mask to sleep, I'm able to get into sleep mode, my mind settles down, and I relax instantly. So if you want to try Manta Sleep's masks out for yourself, head over to mantasleep.com with the code Melly for 10% off and find your perfect fit today. Mantasleep. Sleep better. Anywhere. Anytime. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for listening. I will talk to you all very, very soon. Sleep well.